The Money Show. Ad feature with Andy Rice. Andy Rice is uh, with us with Heroes and Zeros. And I don't know, is this connected to your world? It just appeals to me hugely that William Shatner, who's uh, created this wonderful post Star Trek persona and has appeared in odd movies and in weird adverts um, and has made a great success of his life, um, has done rather well, but he's going into space. And that's all anybody ever cares about William Shatner is the fact that he was famous as Captain Kirk. Does this fit into your world at all? Uh, yes, it does, Bruce. Good evening. I hope you're well. Um, William Shatner, I think, is terrific. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the president of his fan club. I really do think he's great. And if you read his autobiography called, I think, Up Till Now, uh, you'll, you'll, I think, be won over as well by his uh, unexpected charm, but particularly his self-deprecating role and approach. And why I started thinking in this direction was because of the news that he's going up in one of Jeff Bezos's rockets later this uh, this week, I think. It's coming up maybe even tomorrow, tomorrow I think. And, yeah. yeah, and, um, you know, he, he said in one of the interviews, he says, the most difficult part for me of the whole trip, the most, the most awkward, is going to be getting in and out of the seat, which I thought was a wonderful admission that at the age of 90, can you believe it, he's 90, he's, uh, you know, he's still in, in uh uh, self-deprecation mode. Now, what's that got to do with brands? Well, it's an interesting strategy for a brand, just like and William Shatner is himself a brand, but it's an interesting strategy to be self-deprecating rather than uh, constantly beating the drum about all the brilliant features of, of, of your brand. Um, a, a number of brands have been successful doing a much more honest and authentic route, which is to say, look, we're not that great or we're not loved by everybody, but take us for what we are. It's, 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 it's true honesty. And, um, you know, there are a couple of good examples. I think that uh, uh, across the UK, Marmite is well known for uh, its love it or hate it. It recognises the fact that a lot of people don't like Marmite and uh, acknowledges them and allows them to do so, but, but focusing instead on those who do love it. You've got uh, VW Beetle campaigns uh, uh, trumpeting its ugliness, but its reliability when when uh, uh, Apollo, 13, Apollo 11 landed on the moon, um, the lunar um, explorer expedition vehicle, the thing that looks like a mix of, of Meccano bits and tin foil, um, that on the day that, that landed and, and, and returned safely to the command module, there was a full-page VW ad that simply said, it's ugly, but it gets you there. And that kind of self-deprecation is, is good. Um, uh, I, I think that Stella Artois in many markets was positioned as reassuringly expensive. And I love that. I mean, that's that's uh, that's being honest. It, it, it recognizes the reasons why uh, people pursue a premium price beer and are prepared to pay that premium. Yeah, it's lovely, and I do I do love brands that can uh, you know they have the the self confidence to truly express themselves, which is the the exciting bit. Your hero this week. Give me a sense of your hero because I think finally these guys have. Got it absolutely right. They've had some very weird advertising in the past. Haven't they just, Bruce? I'll reveal who they are in just a second. But it, it did make me think, why is it? What is it about the, um, the chicken fast food business, about the, the um, 
chicken restaurant that attracts a disproportionate amount of very good advertising. Um, so we know and love almost every Nando's uh, campaign. Um, KFC get it right occasionally. Um, and tonight's hero has got it right on this, this occasion, although we have had a, a, a reason, I think, in the past to be rather more critical. Uh, but it's chicken licking. And this particular uh, television spot or audiovisual spot has been uh, released uh, with, I think, a much more accessible narrative than some of the ones in the past. Although, of course, it may simply be my alienation from the target market. But, but uh, here we have a... Um, uh, a man who, throughout his life, has been uh, resolutely uh, poker-faced, resolutely stony-faced, no, no uh, glimmer of emotion from, from when he was um, first a toddler, being loved by his parents, through triumphs at school, um, uh, in, in, in sport, uh, in, in, in the classroom where there's a clown brought in, which I suspect is a dig at McDonald's, um, mm -hmm. And still, he doesn't laugh at that. Right the way through to um, to relationships breaking up, and he, throughout all of these little episodes, these little vignettes, the critical thing is you see no expression whatsoever. Even when he's in an aircraft that appears to be crashing, and uh, only when he, at the very end, having just been been fired by his by his uh, partner. Does he look up and there's a chicken licking restaurant and he wanders over and uh, suddenly as he bites into the, uh, the soul food, uh, the most enormous smile breaks out over his face. <laughs> and it just shows the, um, uh, the, the execution of a strategy well without making it too complex. For me, most of all, it makes a it's a demonstration of the fact that the right music choice can transform for the better uh, a piece of already strong advertising. In this particular example, I'm not sure if we're going to play any of it. No, um, the, no we're not. The, the music in question um, is uh, um, uh, Nina Simone had a number one with it. Um, but uh, um, oh, it, it, it's okay, Andy. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find it on my phone and then I'm going to be incredibly uh, creative. And I'm going to, if I can find it, because, hey, we're, we're professionals here. No, I can't. Um, and um, it, and it, it's just this, this glorious sense uh, in advertising. And it's such a visual advert, which is why um, we didn't um, upload the audio, you see, because uh, we kind of thought to ourselves, well, it's a visual ad. Um, and you've described it beautifully um, as, you know, when you sink your teeth into, um, into chicken licking, you finally will have... For yourself, this great sense of well-being, the burn of the chicken licking will make anybody happy. Um, and, and so, yeah, it's fabulous. It really is, um, a, a, I think, a, a great campaign and one that brings them away from a lot of silliness, which I think yeah, they, they lost the plot on. Absolutely. And as I say, the music is, I've now remembered, um, It's a New Day. Um, it's a New Day. It's a New Day. Back in the a... 60s. Um, and uh, I just think it, it, it just adds that extra uh, piece of delight and makes the commercial even more watchable than it has been thus far. So hats off to, I think it must be Joe Public, the advertising agency, and certainly to Chicken Licken Marketing Department for authorizing and producing and financing this kind of dramatic advertising. Excellent. And then your zero, please. Well, um, it seems to be a view... 
in in some circles that uh, uh, if in doubt shout so there's always conspiracy theories about the fact that, that the advertising volume level uh, in broadcasts is higher than the programming uh, and and the argument being that uh, that's the only way you can get your advertising to be heard is by turning up the volume um, and uh, or making the television commercial longer I think that the um, the ad that we gave a zero to a couple of weeks back for budget insurance, uh, to my horror, I see there's a two-minute version of that ad that's going around. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I really don't think this, this idea of, of just turning up the volume or increasing the length is the right way to go. And, it, and, the, and the one that really struck it for me, and which I'm therefore choosing as the zero tonight, was the Sunday Times last weekend, and in fact, um, a number of times before, where they add an entirely uh, add the, the front and back pages of the of the first section in duplicate so you you read half of it and then turn out and then turn over and find that it's an ad for uh, for one of the telecoms and um, I just I just think that they're really doing nothing more than making space available for a bit more advertising um, and uh, if if you have to do that to get your ad listened to or heard or read, then the problem is not with the with the medium. The problem is with with you, I think. And um, Bob Hoffman, otherwise known as the uh, ad contrarian, he said very succinctly, um, you know, the, the best media strategy is a great ad, and that's that's what I think people should remember. Yeah, I mean, I just I look at the state of media and I look at the the, the lack of advertising across so many brands at the moment. And I just wonder whether, you know, you get pushed as the brand manager into making decisions that are, you know, in the interest of the survival of the title in the hope that, you know, you you keep going long enough to hit a good time at some point in the future um, where you can get some regular advertising. In the meantime, you you sell your soul just a little. I think so, and I, th I think it's a, it's a condemnation of the caliber of the advertising and the media choices to to say, well, you know, let's really blow the budget. Let's add in a couple of extra full page, full color. You know, if you have to do that, then there's something wrong with the with the thinking behind the ad in the first place. Andy Rice, heroes and zeros, Sunday Times. Sorry, you get a zero from Andy Rice.